Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Well, 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 it is the first Friday of March 2023, and we are so excited that you have tuned in. It is another episode of the Christian Office on Tour, C-A-O-T, Blog Talk Radio Show. My name is Lynn Pender, and I have a co-host today. It is Reverend Kevin Wayne Johnson. Pastor Johnson, how are you? I am doing well, Lynn. I'm glad to be on board first Friday here in the month of March, and um, I'm super excited to get started. I am too. And, you know, we have so much going on. This year is just speeding past, but it's getting us closer and closer to some great events that we have planned. <laughs> I'm excited about that, you know, 2023. Yep. Can't wait. Can't wait. And for our listening audience, if you're wanting to know what we're excited about, well, guess what? 2023 is a tour year, a Christian book tour year for Christian Office on Tour. We are so excited because we have some scheduled tour events. We have three virtual events that are coming up where you will be able to interact with some of our different Christian authors via Zoom. But then we have an in-person, live, in-your-face opportunity to meet up with us at a very historic place in Washington, D.C. It's the National Museum of the Bible. And if you've never been there before, you want to plan on coming with Christian Authors on Tour on December 9th, 2023. And Pastor Johnson, I know that you're very familiar with Museum of the Bible. You're one of the founding members. Yeah, I am. So this this particular museum opened up right there in the heart of our nation's capital back in 2017. Um, I was really, really blessed to have the opportunity to make a financial contribution toward the construction, and it was also an opportunity to be declared as a founding member, and I've been connected there ever since. I've been there probably four or five different times. Uh, What a blessing to be there during the opening week with Pastor Rick Warren and uh, some of the other pastors that have a national and an international platform. And, And as you saw, Lynn, uh, a couple of weeks ago when we went for our site visit, it is an absolutely mm-hmm. positively undeniable, nobody can say anything <laughs> other than the fact that it is it is awesome. It is incredible on all fronts, right? The technology, yes, the archaeology, the artifacts, yes. I mean, everything about it is beautiful. So please join us uh, on the yes. second Saturday in December. You won't want to miss it. 
Yes, and it's an all-day event from 10 to 4, and um, you have to pay to get in, but your admission fee also covers the opportunity not only to participate in our event, which is the 2023 Christian Writers Literary Festival there on site at the Museum of the Bible, but it also gives you an opportunity to do a tour of the museum, and so you really can't beat that. And so if you're interested in learning more, uh, you can visit our website at www.christianauthorsontour.com. If you are an author and you are listening in and you're saying, hey, I would love to be one of the featured authors participating in that event, visit the same website, www.christianauthorsontour.com, and click on the tab that says Author Packages for more information. And then, you know, as we're leading up to those events, for those of us who are in the uh, DMV, the, the District of Columbia, Maryland, Virginia region, we have something called Dinner and a Conversation, a whole Dinner and Conversation series that we just kicked off during this month of March. And first Wednesdays, we're featuring a Christian author. Second Wednesdays, we have Christian Poetry Night. Third Wednesdays, we're doing a, a a writing circle. So for those of you aspiring writers or 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 Christian writers and even authors who want to get some critiques of your writing and want to share writing tips, third Wednesdays is the time. Fourth Wednesday, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to have Christian karaoke, and then fifth Wednesdays, whenever there is a fifth Wednesday of the month, we're going to do um, another Christian author. Um, uh, meet up and greet dinner. So on every Wednesday of the month from 5 to 8, we're going to do a conversation and dinner. And it's going to be held at a place in Baltimore called the House of Chiefs, which is home of Tabba Tabba Tight Knit, located 4603 York Road, area code 21212. For more information, again, visit us online at www.christianauthorsontour.com. Wow. And that takes us to the phenomenal woman that we are going to interview today, Pastor Johnson. Yes, yes. So we want to welcome uh, Deborah Franklin. Uh, She is an author of several books, and she's also the founder and the chief executive officer of Conversations Entertainment Group. It's the corporate headquarters for Deborah Franklin Publishing and Church Girl CEO. She's going to share with us a little bit later uh, her website and how we can get in touch with her to learn more. But some of her books include 21 Days, 21 Minutes of Prayer and Meditation, 30 Days of Motivation and Inspiration, and The Prayer of Jabez in the Marketplace. Now, Sister Franklin has a heart for women to expand their mindsets past what they can see. She wants women not to be afraid to tell their stories to the world. Uh, She herself is a survivor of verbal abuse, and she has learned how to rise above what has been said to her and about to her to be authentic in terms of her representation of the God that we serve. So I'm not going to share everything, but I want to introduce you to 
Our guest for today on Christian Authors On Tour Radio, Deborah Franklin. Deborah, we want to welcome you, and if you'd be so kind, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hello, 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 and thank you. Thank you for you guys having me on your show today. I'm greatly appreciative. Um, my name, again, is Deborah Franklin. I am a coach to high achieving Christian women to help them tell their stories in order to reach the masses to increase their VIP status, which means their visibility, their influence, and their profits, because how can we be true servants if we are not able to financially seed back into the kingdom? All right, that that and, that was a mouthful, and and if if you don't mind, <laughs> um, Deborah, if you would, uh, what what got you started in a lot of the work that you do? Because we see that you are founder and CEO of Conversations Entertainment Group, which is the corporate headquarters for Deborah Franklin Publishing. So you have a you have a lot going on in addition to being an author. So tell us a little bit about the Conversations Entertainment Group. So with Conversations Entertainment Group, um, at first I started out because, you know, I'm so creative in naming my businesses because you got Conversations with Deborah Franklin, you got Deborah Franklin Publishing. I know. I was real creative. And so this all launched because I was ready to get back out. I was ready to be on a platform, but it seems like nobody was opening a platform for me. So I decided if they won't open it for me, I'll create my own. And that's pretty much what I did. And then being a woman in ministry, we it, it seems to be so many challenges out there. And I also wanted to create a platform for other women in ministry that could come on, share what they had to or whatever what they wanted to share and not feel like they were compromising who they were because of the standards that they had set for themselves. Because working in multiple in, in multiple like studios, it, it got really frustrating to go in, and, it, and the surroundings um, were not conducive to what I was used to. So that's part of the reason where that's really one of the main things that really fueled that fueled me to start the Conversations Entertainment Group because to house those different things as well as being a Christian author, having a place for Christian authors to come where they felt safe, where they felt that no, that somebody understood their belief in God and how God um, uh, interacted with what they were doing and what they were saying. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, and you know, you, you talk with such passion as you're talking about it, so I know that it's something that that you love, too. And so I want you to talk a little bit about how you got started with this. You know, what, you know, you, 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 you we can hear your passion, but, 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 and, and you talked already about how, you know, and, and I was on another broadcast broadcast earlier and we talked about Shirley Chisholm and her saying where, where where if people don't give a chair to you, you bring your chair with you. So you, you talked a little bit about how, you know, if the opportunity wasn't there for you, so you created it for yourself. But but, but give some more insight about that process and what it looked like for you. So for me it looked probably looked a little different than some because I'm the type of person Tell me what I can't do, and I'm going to prove you that prove to you that I can. 
And I went to school, and I was always, and then the other piece of that, I was always helping everybody else achieve their vision. I was helping people to uh, write their books. I was helping people to do certain things. And then God said, if you can do it for everybody else, then why can't you do it for yourself? So then as I began to do the homework, do the, you know, start to put in the work, I realized that I really had a story to tell. And my story in the first book that I wrote, which is Adjectives, um, was my way of healing for myself because I didn't realize that I was really going through what I was going through until it just hit me all of a sudden. So my process of getting started was just one of those journeys of healing for myself because at that time being told certain things about myself, I didn't realize that that was really hurting me. I didn't realize that that's what was making me not be who I was really called to be because I didn't have that vision. I didn't have, I had a lack of vision on my part and that I couldn't see who I really was because of all the negativity that had been spoken to me. So once I realized and started to learn to love myself for who I really was, then and only then was I able to make it to that next level. And it sounds like that's the inspiration and motivation that you use now to help other women in their journey. So your testimony is helping to strengthen others because oftentimes, as you know, we feel like we're on an island going through it ourselves. But when we open up about it and share our stories, we find out how much we have in common with so many others who are dealing with the same situation. Is, would, would you would you like to? Yeah, could you would you be kind enough to kind of expand on that a little bit? It'll it'll really be helpful for our listeners. Okay, so what I have done, and okay, so let me just be real honest. Let's be real clear. Um, when I first wrote that book, the when I first got on the scene with this, it was not for anybody else. It was just for me. And then I thought, well, maybe I'm trying to help people my age, women that. We're going through trying to figure out why am I 40 still making these same bad decisions? Why am I 40 still showing up and I'm not and I don't understand what's going on? And come to find out, not only was it for that woman, it was also for the young girls that I worked with too, because we realized that they needed the same information so they wouldn't make the same mistakes that we did. And sometimes growing up, as in our community. We've been told as young children that, you know, you're too fat, you're too short, you're too tall, you're too this, and nothing has ever been told. And then when you go into hearing that all the time, you've had no positivity that was given to you. So that's where um, having this situation motivated me even more to work with young girls and help them see that, you know, you can still make it regardless of what someone has to say to you. You can still be who God has called you to be and chosen you to be, even if you didn't have the right pedigree. You didn't look like such and such. Um, you didn't look like your cousins. You didn't look like the girl in the magazines. You can still be that chosen one. And so that's part of that, that's part of that motivation behind that. Because I want people to know, you, whatever you say to me does not make me. 
who I am. And whoever says sticks and whoever said that sticks and stones might break my bones, but names will ever never hurt me is a lie because names do hurt. And so that's also part of the reason why uh, me and part of my coming out is that everything had my name on it because my thing, my my thought process was if you can't call me by my name, don't call me at all. And so that's that's pretty much where that motivation comes from. Amen. I That's love powerful. It. Amen. Yes, it is, Pastor Johnson. I agree. That is powerful. I want you to talk about your book, Adjectives, and I noticed that the title, you have the lowercase a. Can you talk a little bit about what was the impetus for you to write that book? I'm, I'm so sorry. What was that question? Your book, your latest book is called Adjectives, right? Uh-huh. Yes. And I noticed that in the title, there's a lowercase a. Can you talk a little Absolutely. bit about? Can you talk a little bit about the why of the title, and talk a little bit about what sparked you to actually write that book? Okay, um, adjectives, and the reason why it's a lowercase a is because it's not anything that's proper. Because if we look at our parts of speech, um, we, an adjective is a word that describes a noun. And adjectives um, are what people have said to you and about you in a negative way. And so if, I, if, I, if you have to remember going into this that you are not an adjective because only proper nouns, only, only things that have power are capitalized. And an adjective does not have any power over you. And so that's part of the purpose of, of using that as a, in, as a lowercase because an ad, that adjective, especially when they're negative. And so adjectives is actually an acronym. And what it stands for is autonomy, dedication, justification, edification, confidence, tenacity, innovation, vivacious, endurance, and sensuous. And you may be wondering why. I put sensuous at the end, and that's because when we don't have those other attributes, we we can't be sensuous for real. We can't have our real sensuality when we don't have our mindset together. And that's part of what we're doing when we talk about in in this book is that you have to know what um what you're doing and why you're doing it. And so this um so that sets that up. For you, um, so that's why um, I had to name it adjective, and that's and that's pretty much, um, and that's that was the motivation behind that. Wow, nice. I was I was wondering why the a was lowercase. You just explained it, and I was interested to hear more about that book. So, Lynn, I'm glad you asked. And you broke, you broke down those letters for us, kind of help us to better understand that. Now, Sister Franklin, if you would, uh, share with us your thoughts around the 21 days, 21 minutes of prayer and meditation, and the 30 days of motivation and inspiration. Because I noticed in one book you referenced 21 days, but in the other book you referenced 30 days. If you would... Share your thoughts around those two books, and what is it that you want your readers to take away when they read those books? Um, so in the 21 days, 21 minutes of prayer and meditation, 
it's um it's talking about it's talking about um it's talk oh my god, I'm sorry. In the twenty one days, twenty one minutes of prayer and meditation, it's just that. It takes twenty one days to create well, this is what they say. It takes twenty one days to create a habit. And so a lot of times we say that we're praying for this, we're praying for that, but we are not intentional. But in this 21 days, you are intentionally praying to God for whatever that situation is. And then we break that 21 down, and that seven minutes of prayer, seven minutes of reading something inspirational, whether it's your Bible or your uh, affirmations or something that's inspiring to you. And then that last seven minutes is what's so crucial that we fail to do so often. You are actually sitting in silence for seven minutes to listen and hear what God has to say to you. And that's what that 21 minutes and 21 days of prayer and meditation are. And then hashtag five, that's actually what it is. Hashtag five is 30 days of motivation and inspiration. And it's a book set up that you can read whenever you need to be motivated to do something or motivated to hear something. And because some of the titles in that book are just that, like, what does hashtag five mean? Um, what is it about? Alignment, vision, being a girl boss, the plan, virtuous, adventurous, grace, transparency, Friday, obstacle, Sunday, journey, opportunity, knocking, change, rise up, the tomb, commit, prayer, movie, get out, sunshine, me time. And the one that I like the best out of that um, 30 days of motivation and inspiration is the tomb. Because so many times we get stuck in the tomb, and we got to remember that Jesus didn't get stuck in the tomb. Jesus only stayed there for three days. So whatever you're going through, whatever problem you have, whatever the situation you're experiencing, you can't be there more than three days. Because eventually you've got to let and realize that that stone has been rolled away. You've got to come out the tomb so you can can, can can conquer the world and do what God has told you to do because, yes, we do have adversity. Yes, we do have problems, but we cannot get stuck there because God did not leave you here long, this long not to be able to conquer what you are set out to do. So you have got to come out the tomb. And, and those are those two yes. words. Amen. Yes. So, so, Amen. So in the spirit, in in the spirit of telling everybody I'm going to purchase the book for my wife, uh, I, I am, but I'm going to read it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read them. You got me fired up? Come on now. Amen. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I know people who are listening are saying, oh, wow, I got to get that book. So, Deborah, tell us how people can get in contact with you if they want to invite you out as a speaker or if they just want to purchase your books. How can they do that? Um, go to church. You can go to info, churchgirlceo.org and send me an email. You can reach me on all social media platforms under Deborah Franklin or Conversations Deborah Franklin, and you can always go to my website, churchgirlceo.org. I love it. I love it. And you're also a podcaster, right? You have your own uh, radio show? Yeah, so give folks information about that. Um, everything, and then for the podcast, you can go to conversationsdebrafranklin.com. 
And we are on Apple, I think. Yeah, we are. We we are on Apple and Google. All right, easy easy to reach. Um, now, what about the prayer of Jabez in the marketplace? Share, share with us uh, about that book as well. Okay, so that was like my baby. That that one was challenging because I took the prayer of Jabez and I applied it to our marketplace to what we're doing in the marketplace. Because so many times, again, we don't know our why. We aren't aligned with what God has called us to do. So I broke down the prayer of Jabez in that I went through line by line, and it talks about, you know, alignment, the plan, your why, your message, your vision statement. Because when we look at the prayer of Jabez, it was really him um, basically lamenting, talking about my mother because he was birthed in pain. And so many of us are dealing with church hurt, dealing with family hurt. And that now we're getting into a situation of hurt people, hurt people, and that's why our businesses aren't growing. That's why we're not being able to be successful in the marketplace. That's why we keep seeing things fail because we're just not in alignment. Then we always talk about enlarge my territory. What does that mean? You're not being intentional. Do you want God to just enlarge everything and now you can't operate? But what is your territory? Is your territory that, uh, on social media? Is your territory getting more clients? Is your territory trying to be international? And what does that really look like? So in this prayer of Jabez for the marketplace, we are setting ourselves up to be more intentional about the prayer and not just praying it because we saw the good look, you know, to see the book. Yeah, that way it makes it makes it meaningful and makes it real. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, th- yeah, thanks for sharing the content of uh, these four books. I know there are others in your portfolio as well, but like you said, if our listeners would go to churchgirlceo.org, they can get some additional information. Do you have any uh, upcoming events coming up where maybe people can come out and actually hear you and, and meet you and shake your hand and give you a hug? Any upcoming events? Um, actually, we, I will be in Detroit. I think I'm in Detroit at the end of the month for a women's conference, but we will be posting all of our uh, activities on the website. Uh, so we'll be in Detroit, and then we'll be planning some planning an event here in Atlanta in March. It will be for our book signing. And, um, oh, we are, we'll be in Chicago for book signing. So um, the, the dates are they're coming up. But most of all, log in on all on you. Please go subscribe to the Church Girl CEO or the Conversations Deborah Franklin YouTube page so you can catch our interviews of the we're doing fifty influence fifty high achieving women for Women's History Month. That's like what we're really that's the biggest thing right now. Nice. So awesome. I will I will reach out to you um through your website because I have a couple of events coming up in Atlanta this month as well. And maybe we can connect and, and, and have a chat about that. So more to come on that. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. 
And listen, look, whenever we're having fun, the time just goes by so quickly. We are running out of time. But, Deborah, I want to just thank you again for, you know, just just your exuberance and just your, your passion for the Lord. And I want you to close us out with a, wis- a, a wisdom nugget. You know, the biggest thing that I could say for wisdom would be you were created for this. This is your time. This is your season. You are a part of the remnant. And so many times you listen to what other people have had to say about you, but you don't listen to what God is telling you about who you really are. So I want to encourage you. I want to motivate you to start listening to what God is saying and not what other people are saying, because it may not look like it. You might not even be in the position. Your checking account might be negative. Your friends might be few. But God has shown you the vision that you are supposed to operate in. God has shown you where you're supposed to walk and who you're supposed to talk to. Now it's up to you to trust. Amen. 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 (laughs) Well, listen, again, thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Wow. And Pastor Kevin, you know, Pastor Johnson, it's always a pleasure to co-host with you. Likewise. It's always a joy. The first Fridays come by pretty quickly, which is a good thing. And uh, I always enjoy the opportunity and, and also hearing from all of our phenomenal guests as well. That's That also makes it very exciting. Indeed, indeed. And for our listening audience, we want to thank you for tuning in to the CAOT Blog Talk Radio Show. We air the first, the third, and the fifth Friday of the month. And this month, March, we do have a fifth Friday. So you'll get to tune in to us three times this month instead of two. So listen, please visit us online at www.christianauthorsontour.com. Save that December 9th date. Be sure to join us in Washington, D.C. And until next time, remember to read the most important book of all, and that's the Holy Bible. Find the scripture, hide it in your heart, and live it. Until next time, God bless everybody.